Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's the economy, stupid. What are people concerned about still? At the end of the day, it is the economy, stupid. That will be something that sits there on everybody's mind as we head into the next election. And it's fair to say we can talk about the midterms in a more real way because they are not too far away. Many of you have been inundated day in and day out with with God knows how many ads. How many signs do you see? I see signs everywhere. It's it's insane. It really it, you, you can't go outside and drive down the street without seeing hundreds of signs on on you know on corners and in the medium island and all it's just it's nuts. It start to really get serious now. And guess what? What was once seen as an easy win for the Republicans, well, uh, then it turned around and all of a sudden it started to be, oh, it's a victory for 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 the Democrats. I can't believe this. And then when all of the the hooping and the hollering and then the screaming and the yelling and the whoop the and the hop the hoop the, oh, lo and behold, it's time back to reality. And the reality is. Inflation sucks. The economy, of course, again, the economy. You saw the Republican advantage on the economy. And when you ask this question about Joe Biden, the effect his policies have had in the economy, a two to one margin, folks saying it's more hurt the economy than help the economy. Yeah, let's 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 I like to uh, throw it out there. Honesty, reality. Here it is. There's only so much Joe Biden has in his power to do with anything. You know, the executive, legislative, and judicial branch. Those are the three branches for those you don't know. Right, left, center? Yeah, that's it. So the there's only so much you can do. I mean, the a lot of what we see, your local politics. Why do you say local politics is so important? Local politics is so important. Your, your, your county, your municipality, your city, your, your state will have more of an impact in a lot of ways on economy, as will the federal government, but at the congressional level, level right? You know, so, so there, there's a lot that goes into it, but you are the figurehead. And you've also turned this into Trump versus you, which was smart in some ways. So Biden's approval rating personally is up, but... His rating on stuff like immigration and the economy is absolutely, as the kids would say, in the crapper, but use a different word. 20s in some cases. 20s. You're not winning if you're in the 20s. But he's not on the ballot. But he is on the ballot because you're the president of the United States, so you're always on the ballot. You are. Inflation is up. Since the day that President Biden was sworn in, since the day that this one-party Democratic government took power, our country's inflation rate has been, listen to this, 13.2%. Oh, Mitch, you're telling 13.2. That's not good. That is not good. You're not winning at 13.2%. It's come down even the other nine and 60 minutes. Well, it's only up an inch. People don't need to hear that. 8.2 is not good. But I got a raise, Chad. Yeah, you got a raise. If you live in, 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 here's a perfect example of explaining some of this stuff. And how both sides love to give the story 
that their side is, right? They love to get the score of their team, but they don't want to tell the other team. So if you live in Phoenix, where I live, highest inflation in the country, I think we're at 13.2%, somewhere around this, it's called 13%. And you got a 7% raise. You're still bringing 6% home as far as your spending power less every month right now. Think about that. So you got a raise. Even if you got a 10% raise, you're still out 3%. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's huge. That is. And when we go into the voting booth, and we go and we say to ourselves, self, who am I voting for? Well, I didn't like the way the Republicans went about the whole thing with choice. And and uh, 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 let me tell you where choice will matter if it's on the actual ballot. Right. People we're, we're short sighted. Right. Kansas had it on the ballot. in The primaries It was totally different. Tons of people showed up. It's not on the ballot because it's hard to explain to somebody that this person here is is for pro-choice. And, yeah, you vote for that person. But that person is one spoke in a wheel to 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 get something done if there was should abortion be legal on the ballot well that's a different story but the thought of uh, we know you're pro-choice it's convoluted it's a that that, there it is if it's on the actual ballot well it's a different thing it's not people who are pro-choice are on the ballot And people were pro-life or on the ballot. By the way, before the Dobbs decision, both of them were pro-choice and pro-life. Now, you walk in and you're a 57-year-old woman, right? You're a business owner, got a couple of kids, you and your husband, and uh, one of them getting ready to send to college, the other one's still in high school. And you know what? You're pro-choice. You are. You know, you maybe are a little bit libertarian, a little center right, sometimes center left. But as you've gotten older, you've, you've, you've gravitated more to the center and even right at times. And while choice is important, on the scale of importance, because of your business and because of your responsibilities and because of the fact that you're like, I don't have to choose at this moment in time. That goes down the pecking order. And who are they? They're the people that are most likely to vote. That's who they are. So prices up, inflation up, and then, of course, we've got higher rates. And with higher rates, borrowing. And when you borrow and the rates continue to go up, guess what happens to your credit card? Even if you have great credit, you're seeing it over and over and over again. Credit cards, it also translates into auto loans. I mean, one important note here is that these are higher costs for businesses, too. So really the risk when you think about these higher borrowing costs is that if a company can't really take out a loan, if it becomes too expensive, there's a risk that they might then have to cut costs by laying off more workers. And this is really the line that the Federal Reserve is trying to walk. And why that's important, I'm explaining this to you. For a lot of people out there, people's payrolls and stuff, is, is, you have a revolving line of credit at your bank. So their checks are always you know, covered in the whole nine yards because you're out on a 30, 60, 90 day net, whatever it is. And so you have a continual line of credit that's there. Well, guess what? That's, those rates are going up. They're not just handing you that for you know, a like for like. All those things play into this. So, yes, the economy, it's definitely on the ballots, number one. Joe, yeah, he's on the ballot. There's no doubt about that. 
But he's also put himself somewhat on the ballot because he's put Trump on the ballot. And they have put Trump on the ballot. There's no if and buts about it. They made sure that Trump was on the ballot. And while a smart thing in some ways, the reality is could get ugly because you're going to have to be on the ballot with him. And people are looking around going, yeah, you know what, Dems, you guys, Trump isn't here anymore. And we could scream and yell about, you know, the QAnon stuff and you could talk about evil and democracy and he's going to destroy the whole thing. But the reality is simply this. He himself isn't in office and he's not on the ballot because he's not in any way, shape or form participating in any of this. Month after month after month, Democrats policy failures are continuing to add inflation on top of inflation. The inflation rate plateauing above 8% does not mean that families are catching a break. It means exactly the opposite. Yeah. And you would need the uh, this thing to continue to come down over and over again and get down to 5%. Get down to, you know, that would be like, oh, well, that would be huge. Do I think that's going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen. I would love it to happen because who doesn't want to spend less? And I'd like to see it get back down to 2%. But is it going to happen between now in November? No, no. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Interesting. Immigration. Still uh, a nightmare out there. Ron DeSantis is being accused of doing something. What is that? We are opening up a case, an investigation with regard to the suspected activities involving the 48 migrants from Venezuela that, as we understand it at this point, on uh, Wednesday, September 14th, uh, here in Bear County in the city of San Antonio, a Venezuelan migrant uh, was paid a, a, what we would call a bird dog fee to recruit approximately 50 migrants from the area around a migrant resource center on San Pedro uh, here in San Antonio. Yeah. So is there more to the story? Did he actually have people paid to get migrants to trick them to get on an airplane to go from Texas to Florida and then to Martha's Vineyard? Is it criminal? Questions that need to be asked. Absolutely. Talk about that. Plus, MAGA versus socialism. New poll out. Which one's more dangerous? And you know what? You could just be a better person. You could just do a lot of different things. But instead of that, let's just go for leg lengthening. When you hear it, you're going to be like, oof. But maybe there's something to it. Talk about that. A lot of stuff to squeeze into tonight. Plus, man, did I suck at uh, football. <laughs> My picks were awful. This week, problem solving. This portion of the program is brought to you by BetterHelp. Problem solved. It's a uh, it's a good thing. Stuff train your brain though. Problem solving mode to get into that position. So when you learn to find your own solutions, there's nothing better with that kind of feeling. Therapists can help you become a better problem solver, make it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. My stepdaughter's really getting into that. She is. She's been using BetterHelp. Uh, it's been great, overcoming things that you know, you know, especially for younger kids. You know, she had a tough time after COVID, the whole nine yards, being indoors all the time, and it. And this has just been huge. And little steps can go a long way. BetterHelp is here for that. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp's a great option. It's affordable. It's convenient. You get matched with a therapist within 48 hours after you do a quick, easy survey. Save 10 percent right now. 
by going to betterhelp.com slash Benson. 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash Benson. Betterhelp.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. Podcasts are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, my goodness. No. Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast. Mm, boy. That is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. It's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time. Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ears content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. 48 migrants were lured, I will use the word lured, under false pretenses uh, into, into staying at a hotel for a couple of days. Uh, they were taken by airplane where they were flown to Florida and then eventually flown to Martha's Vineyard, again, under false pretenses. They were promised work. They were promised the solution to several other problems. Taken to uh, Martha's Vineyard for what we can gather for little more than a photo op, video op, and then unceremoniously stranded in Martha's Vineyard. Uh, they got phones. They're staying at uh, Cape Cod's uh, military base, which apparently they've been told they can stay for as long as they need to. Uh, clothes, linens, the whole nine yards. Uh, we heard yesterday someone was like, ah, we knew where we were going. So this is the battle. That's the sheriff right there, uh, who is San Antonio Sheriff Javier Salazar, talking about did DeSantis commit a crime by luring them to a place and then changing that place once they arrived oh what infuriates me the most about this case is that here we have 48 people that are already on on hard times uh, right they are here legally in our country at that point they have every right to be where they are and i believe that they were preyed upon lured them with promises of of a better life and with the knowledge that they were going to cling to whatever hope they could be offered for a better life to just be exploited and uh, hoodwinked into making this trip to Martha's Vineyard for what I believe to be nothing more than political posturing. Political posturing. Hoodwinked! They were hoodwinked! They were. They were absolutely hoodwinked. Were they? uh, Were they hoodwinked? I don't think they were hoodwinked. Right? I mean, I don't. Don't think they were hoodwinked. Uh, I think there could have been something lost in translation, but we're going to find that out. Absolutely, we're going to find that out in the coming weeks and months uh, as they suss this thing out. But I love the fact that it's human trafficking. It's all of those things. Uh, Monsieur DeSantis, uh, what do you have to say about said stuff? They all sign consent forms to go, and then the vendor that that is doing this for Florida provided them with a packet that had a map of Martha's Vineyard. It had the numbers for different services on Martha's Vineyard, and then it had numbers for the overall agencies in Massachusetts that handle things involving immigration and refugees. So it was clearly voluntary, and all the other nonsense you're hearing um, is just not true. Not true. It's all bologna. Of all the bologna, it's all bologna. Could he be in trouble? Jonathan Turley. I don't see a case. Unless they can establish some systemic coercion or fraud, 
you, you, there's really not a federal crime here. They can find individual cases that might be somehow actionable. But what the state has said is that they have expressed consent for these flights. There are rational reasons why someone would want to leave the border area, which has been, just has this influx of undocumented migrants and go to areas uh, that might have better employment possibilities uh, or better levels of support. And, you know, they, what they're arguing here is that this is an illegal transport of migrants. If that was the case, then Joe Biden would be the biggest coyote ever, right? I mean, he's, he's transferring thousands of people across the country. Yeah. So we'll see. Were they lured? Were they not lured? How does this work? By the way, uh, South America. So you've got Colombia, Venezuela, Brazil. Uh, you've got uh, them coming here the way that they, they have been coming here. Their number one place to get to, apparently, when, they're, when their question is they want to get to Texas or they want to get to Florida. So Texas or Florida. They're like, what's the most right-wing states we can get to? Because we just left insanity on the left. Oh. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Uh, what would you pay to be taller? We'll talk a bit about that. Plus, men and women, we're going to get rid of co-ed sports. I mean, we're going to get rid of sports. Make everything co-ed. How do you think that'd go? What do you hear this? Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Here's some truth and some knowledge. They tweeted this at me. First, let me take a selfie, El Salvador's president, Naib uh, Bukele, said. He tells the U.N. they are obsolete and suggested scrapping it. He went on to say, believe me, more people will see the selfie when I share it than will listen to this speech. I hope I took a good one. He's right. Ah! Absolutely right. Uh, we uh, we're just talking about immigration, right? You know, it's just, you know, it's, it's craziness. Like, the, the truth is, we, we are, it's a nightmare. It, nothing's being done about it. We're we're breaking records month in and month out when it comes to immigration. Uh, we're over two million people this year, and again, we hear, uh, you know, oh, it's uh, the border's secure. And you're like, yeah, okay. So, according to what? You're playing prevent defense, right? Kind of. That's what I feel like you're doing. And if you've ever watched sports, prevent defense is the defense you play when you want to lose in the last second. <laughs> That's the that's what that's prevent defense. It never prevents anything from ever happening. Ever. It just doesn't. And uh, again, we're we're, we're going to be back and forth with immigration all day because I want to talk a little bit later about Charlemagne the God, the Anthony. It's T H A Charlemagne the God. You put T H E. Producer Anthony did on the on our page. It's 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 the. So I just want to let everybody know that he said something very interesting on his panel. Malcolm Gladwell was sitting there and he's like, oh, you know, they're talking about immigration. But it was just it was funny. Before we do that, let's just talk about the fact that, you know, so you don't want to believe the numbers. There's two million people that have come across because, uh, you know, everybody wants to, to to take the data and the facts and they twist it. Nobody's interested in the actual truth. 
and and any of these things because we live in that world now it's just it's it's my truth it's my truth so i came across this story the other day what's been the craziness over the last year when it comes to certain things you know you've had the trans you know the uh, movement and then become advocacy and then become this uh this this chaos of hey let kids play you had leah thomas the swimmer so in the atlantic comes this article separating sports by sex doesn't make sense though high school sports are typically typically sex segregated a new generation of kids isn't content to compete with traditional structures so uh the author of this uh maggie mertens you know lays out why mixed gender sports regulations should just be brought back right and one of the things is, you know, they talk about a girl trying to join boar sports. Back in 1985, they passed a bill in the New York State Education Department. The rules basically were developed in part to protect girls from harm during competitions. She goes on throughout this to talk about how basically there's just there's no scientific research to show any of this. Decades of research have shown that sex is far more complex than we may think, and though sex differences in sports show advantages for men, researchers today still don't know how much of this to attribute to biological differences versus the lack of sports uh, supports provided to women's athletes to reach their higher potential. So what you're telling me is the women's national soccer team. Well, they don't get the same of every... No, no, they're not. Because let's also forget it's a dollars and cents thing. But now they make the same. Our women's teams... By the way, most of the women you saw in the last Women's World Cup, a vast majority of them all went to college to play college soccer here because women's sports is so much greater. A vast majority of the female Olympians you see at some point in time went to college in America because the facilities are amazing, all of the stuff. But you're telling me, it's like, well, if we gave women the exact same opportunities, that somehow they're, it's all going to equal itself out. Are you insane? I watched the NFL last night, as I tend to do. Again, it's a religion in this country. We know that. There are ginormous men running around who have world-class speed, and they also happen to be six foot six and 300 pounds. You're not going to get a woman, no matter how much training you give her, to be six foot six and 300 pounds. And the thought of getting rid of, of co-ed, uh, bringing co-ed sports and getting rid of, of, you know, the gender sports would destroy women's sports altogether. It would. It would absolutely do it. Now, are there games that men and women can play together? Yeah, 100%. 100%. You know, they talked about field hockey. We see it all the time with tennis. You know, there's mixed, there's mixed tournaments, mixed doubles. We see it all the time in, in those, you know, in cer- certain scenarios. There's, yeah, there's jockey for horse. I don't know if you would call it. It's more of a game. I don't know what that is. But, you know, there, there are some things I've often wondered, like why, like curling, why do we separate? Like pool. I don't, I don't know. But tennis, I do realize. 
I mean, you know, the, the men are just 140 mile an hour serve is much different than 110 mile an hour serve. And you can go back years and see that guy that was ranked outside the top 100 that took on both uh, the Williams sisters and smoked them. It's not a bad thing. It's the opportunity. Golf. It's one of the other things. You talk about golf. Sport, you think, well, everybody should be able to play that, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But here's the reality of it. No. It's just not possible. I was watching, because uh, I watch golf all the time, and the LPGA thing was on the other day, and there's a, this is the lady who hit the ball 300 yards the other day. These guys, 300 yards. Like, that's with your ball rolling out. These guys hit it 330 sometimes in the air. That's a huge advantage. Even for other guys who can only hit the ball 300 yards, it's a massive advantage. But you think golf would be one of those things. Next time you play golf, look at the difference between the ladies' tees and the men's tees from the back. You're like, oh, that's a big difference. But to think that there are other things, and I just go, you can, you can, over, how many points do you, how many women do you think from the WNBA would make an NBA team? If you answered zero, you're correct. How many? World-class female soccer players would make a a real Premier League team, Serie A, La Liga, zero. Zero. Not going to happen. The women's national team got thumped by an under-13 boys soccer team from, U, uh, from Utah before they went to the World Cup. But to think, if this goes back to, I'm going to ignore all the things because I think this is what it should be. It's not a culture war, it's a reality. One recent small study in Norway found no innate sex differences when it came to youth soccer players. Technical skills. The research uh, hypothesized the gap they did find between the girls and boys was likely due to socialization, not biology. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that plays uh, for Norway, but he also is uh, he's 22, I think. His name is Erling Holland. He plays for Manchester City. He's six foot five. He's a freak of nature. And to tell me that he doesn't have an advantage, he's making guys who make half a million dollars a week look like they're children. But that's it's all about socialization, not biology. Sure it is. It's insane. It is insane. It really is. But that's where people are going. So, yeah, let's try this. Let's get rid of girls' sports, and let's just have sports. We won't have the WNBA. We'll just have the NBA. We won't have the Women's Hockey League or any of the uh, female soccer leagues or anything, and we're just going to have sports. And there's not going to be quotas. So it's the best team, best players, period. We'll see what happens. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter Tweet at us. Text the program. Again, back to immigration. Charlemagne the God. For months, Republican governors have sent busloads of illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities like New York, D.C., and Chicago with the message of, if you like them so much, they're yours. Okay? Well, just in time for Hispanic Heritage Month, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis upped the game by sending two planefolds of immigrants to the East Coast elite's favorite vacation island, Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. I personally think it's genius. Yeah, he said it's genius for a lot of reasons. One of the reasons is is uh, he wants to call it their hypocrisy, and I think it's hilarious because absolutely. 
Said, I wish they would have given him more notice so that way they could have said no. So they call out the hypocrisy. They go on to talk about the fact that not only was, you know, is are they full of crap, also they do the same thing with homeless, right? They say they want to help the homeless, but then they bust them other places. Because everybody wants to be a helper as long as they don't actually have to help. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all been hypocritical in that way. We have. Because we all genuinely want to help. But we are also, uh, we don't want it to affect us in any way, shape, or form, especially if it could have a negative effect or cost us money or put us out. Ah, jeez. But it's funny because he goes right after their hypocrisy. <laughs> I love it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter Tweet at us, text the program, rough, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Uh, you want a free bag of Rough Greens? You can have it. Thanks to my buddy, uh, Dr. Dennis Black, the founder, the creator of Rough Greens, and it is amazing what it's done for my older dogs. Got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. It's a guy who's done so many things in his life, from Vietnam-era you know, decorated helicopter pilot to just, 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 you know, I mean, he's done a thousand things, Green Beret, uh, you know, it just, it's so amazing that he has this love for animals that he's had since he was a kid. And his goal is to make sure that everybody, every dog out there, tries Rough Greens. So with all the great things, all you do is sprinkle on top of your dog's food, and you watch what happens to your dog's food. It's tremendous. With the vitamins, the minerals, the probiotics, and the Omega-369, it's incredible. Try it for free. He's going to send it to you. You just cover the cost of shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. How much... Would you pay to be taller? Wait till you hear this. Talk about that. So much more. Straight ahead, Chad Benson Show. You stink like fear and white male privilege to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender. Are you stupid? <laughs> Ruben! What? Are you kidding me? Not a great way to use your white privilege. Some people get it. Some people don't. You're listening to the Chad Benson Show. Ah, uh, what would you pay to be taller? Ryan Wade is five feet seven inches tall. He's come to orthopedic surgeon Dr. Kevin Debbie Parshad for a groundbreaking limb lengthening procedure. After we had given you that additional height, you'd probably be sitting at very close to 5'11". Yeah. Okay. okay. The procedure involves implanting a steel device into the upper bone on both legs. We use the remote control to slowly separate the bone. This is the remote control. The remote control signals the device to pull the bones apart one millimeter at a time. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. If I can be taller, I want to be taller. First of all, let's just say it is excruciating. The pain is beyond excruciating from what I have read and seen. So the smiles on the faces because you're now five something or other. And that's what a lot of it is. This isn't one of those things where people have uh, uh, issues when they're born, uh, developmental issues when it comes to their body or they're, they're lacking something. We're, we're talking about people that uh, average-ish height, nothing that you would, you know, look and go oh you know it's 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 again 
you know, because you can't say anything anymore. But the reality is we're not talking about people that are little people. And this guy's wanted this for a while. The body makes new bone to fill in the gap. So I push this button and then what happens? Once you push the button, then that's when you start growing. Awesome. The cost? A whopping $75,000. I've got another 70 years left on this planet and I want to enjoy it to the full extent. And this is something since I've been 14 that I've always wanted to do. $75,000 towards getting tall. I'm picking getting tall all the way. All the way. He's going to get taller. Now, would it matter? Does it matter? Well, according to some things, it does matter. Taller men tend to make more money. They tend to get more ladies. They tend to be seen as smarter. And if you don't believe me, there was an actual study here in America. How much is six inches worth? Turns out about $175,000 annually. No, seriously. A study done at my alma mater, the University of Chicago, Go Maroons, found that a five foot six man had to earn an additional $175,000 per year to be as desirable as a six foot man. And a six foot two man could earn $30,000 less and be equally as desirable as a man just shy of six foot, AKA all my little 5'11 and a half liars. Let me preface this by saying this study only measured heterosexual dating scenarios, but if you are a short king, have you ever thought about earning more money as a way to attract women? And for all my dating girlies, how tall is your man and would you prefer him to be six inches shorter and make an additional $175,000 a year? Yeah, that's not uh, superficial at all, ladies, right? Uh, so five foot tall, you'd have to earn $317,000 more than you do now. 5'2", 5'4", 5'6", And it gets to the point where if you're 6'10", you could earn $63,000 less. Oh, yeah. If you're 6 foot, you can earn $8,000 left. 5'10", you need to earn $24,000. You want to know what Ron DeSantis' issue is going to be? He's 5'9". Can't remember the last president we had that wasn't six foot plus. There was something about that. Don't get me wrong. Doesn't mean you can't break through. Doesn't mean you can't push through. Nope, nope, nope. You can. But it does show you that there are certain things. So maybe there's something to it. If you want pain like you've never had before, ever. And the potential. Because your bones are not only stretching, your muscles are stretching. It is pain, not for days, but for weeks and months. Because you're stretching your own limbs a millimeter at a time. And it's costly. Limb lengthening surgery is a long, expensive, and painful undertaking. Which, nonetheless, is growing in popularity. Including here, in the UK. Costing anything up to an eye-watering £120,000, it claims to be able to help patients grow by a staggering 13 centimetres taller. It's a wild thing that you're doing, but if it's going to make you happier in the long run, then it's worth it. Is it really? Rather than just, because here's the thing, you think it's going to make you happier, but here's the reality is, you're still you. So uh, that is basically the the nuts and bolts of it so if you've got a problem and you think that being taller is going to help you with said problem uh and that once you're taller everything's going to be dandy uh no you know that and i know that we see that with a lot of other things that are going on but 
there is something to it, apparently. Again, beautiful people. They get more opportunities in life in a lot of ways, and people are willing to give them more than second chances. It goes with taller men as well. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What are you scared of? Latest poll. Found this interesting. By the way, I think most polls are just ridiculous. They're very ridiculous. Are you more scared of the social left or the MAGA Republicans? Oh, Chad, it's got to be the MAGA Republicans, right? They're all evil. They're everywhere. Majority of Americans, 55%, say uh, they're more concerned about the socialist left than MAGA Republicans. Ooh. On top of that, majority believe that the whole dangerous MAGA Republicans is completely overblown. 73% of Democrats, though, say it's it's the MAGA Republicans. Tens of millions of them. (laughs) So funny. Oh, my goodness me. 56% of people... Uh, uh, that uh, took part in this poll, opposed the speech Biden gave. Remember that one with the whole red, you know, draped, I am out there, and it's just creepy. Uh, While 40% said the speech united the country and helped it move forward. So what are you afraid of? Inflation, Chad, inflation, because it sucks. It does. Doesn't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon. I, I would like to see it go somewhere, but the reality is it, it, it's not. It's here at least for the short term. And again, rates are going to go up uh, because the Fed is going to, to hike rates. And this will not be the last time I think we're going to see rates jump in the next couple months. They're trying to do everything they can to slow down Inflation. And one of those things is choking off the economy to the point where it's almost dead and then allowing it to revive itself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds a little little weird. A little erotic asphyxiation. Kind of is what it's like. But it's a problem. The bottom line here for the central bank is that they're going to make borrowing costs more expensive to try to fight that high inflation. So, you know, we have this two-day meeting from the Federal Reserve starting today. At the end of this meeting tomorrow, the central bank is expected to hike rates another three-quarter points. That is going to make the cost of borrowing money more expensive for consumers and for businesses. Yeah. Housing starts, meaning people starting to build homes. That is down. Construction is down, and it's not because there are issues with supply chains like there were a year ago. Things are slowing down, which is what they want. But then there's weird things, too, where it's like going to restaurants. They're packed out. I still see people out there shopping left, right, and center. 
But those credit card bills in the next couple months are going to be markedly higher. And on top of that, you know, you've got to, you know, again, you walk the fine line of doing something where you don't want to see it. You want to move it forward in slowing the economy down. You don't want to kill it. Because if you kill the economy, well, then that's not good either. So if I am, you know, uh, the Fed, you're just looking at this going, all right, what do we have to do? This isn't like the, you know, if you go back and look at what took place in the 70s and 80s, they were raising it at times like five points, <laughs> not, not like three quarters of 1%. They're like, here we go. Here we go. We're going to go up again. Here we go. Up again. Well, it matters. The economy, of course, again, the economy, you saw the Republican advantage on the economy. And when you ask this question about Joe Biden, the effect his policies have had in the economy, a two to one margin, folks saying it's more hurt the economy than help the economy. Yeah, you look at Congress for that. You know, how much money have we given out over the last several years? I look back at the last administration. All right. At first, what did we do? We had to. There were issues. You know, people were freaking out at the coronavirus. So we said, all right, let's do this. And everybody stay home and we're going to cover it. So they printed a ton of money. Then they went back to the well again because everybody likes, we all like giving out stuff. And then Biden came in. He's like, I see that. And I raise you. And he wanted to do it again. (laughs) They're like, no, we can't, we can't do anymore. This is enough. So money went from getting cheaper and going far to now it's more expensive and isn't going as far. People will vote that way. People will walk in and vote that way. Because they're going to look and go, you're in power. Not only are you in power, you're in somewhat of an ultimate power because you have two-thirds of the co-equal branches of, of, of the government. You write the laws. Right. You're the executive branch. You've got the power. You since the day that President Biden was sworn in, since the day that this one party Democratic government took power, our country's inflation rate has been, listen to this, 13.2 percent. Oh, Mitch tells it like it is. Yeah, 13.2 percent. That's a lot of percent. 13.2 percent. Now, I live in Phoenix. So when you look at, at where, where I am at, right now we have the highest inflation in the nation. Average is 8%. We're 5% over the average. But if you got an 8% raise this year, they gave you a bump, guess what? You're still down. Your money isn't going as far. People vote with their pocketbooks. So while there are things out there that are important, the reality is pretty simple We're still a nation where capitalism is king and we vote with our pocketbooks. If we feel good, you know, we're just talking about immigration off the air. So talking to the boys about immigration and and when times are good and illegal immigration happens, people turn a blind eye. When times get tough, people become even harder on illegal immigration because they feel like, okay, you're competing for my job. It's like anything else. If I see you as a competition to something, right, that's, there's going to be pushback. 
Right now, we have two jobs for every one person, in theory, seeking a job. Then you've got what's taking place here this next several weeks and months, which is it's that quarter, the fourth quarter. It's the time of the year where I think I think uh, producer Anthony said Thursday, it's autumn, summer's gone, the leaves are changing, Halloween's here, you're seeing some Christmas stuff out, people are going to be spending money, I hope. Concerns going into this holiday season last year it was all about, you know, lack of supply, shipping delays. What's the concern this year? You're 100 percent right, Dylan. Remember last year, all we were talking about is all that stuff stuck on the dock, mm-hmm. stuck in those containers, not making it on shore. Well, this year, it's all about inflation. As you mentioned, Al, uh, Bankrate did a survey, found 40 percent of people said they're absolutely factoring inflation into their holiday budgets. Another survey found 73 percent said they're taking a very close look at their budgets this year compared yeah. to last year. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? This is the time of year you make hay. If you're a business owner, especially a small business owner, where you're looking and your goal is to 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 you know you're 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 having a big big push, big push that's going to get you through the first couple quarters, and 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 this is this is it. It's huge. But spending less, things are more expensive. That's tough. What do folks need to know about toy shopping this year in particular? Santa and his elves are going to have to work overtime. Toy Insider is saying that you should budget about 15% more for your toy this year because of inflation. Yikes. Guess it's stick and ball for the kids again this year. (laughs) What was that? Ball in a cup? (laughs) It's ball in a cup. The greatest game of all time. Oh, my Lord. It's going to be expensive this year. You're not going to get as much. That matters. And as we go to the polls, you can say, I worry about this, 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 and this. But look at the numbers. His personal numbers, Biden, eh, low 40s. Immigration numbers, low 30s, high 20s. Inflation numbers across most polls, mid 20s to low 20s. Not a victory there. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. A lot of stuff to squeeze into. We got more chess cheating. So we, we brought you that story last week. We'll touch a little bit more, but apparently there's even a rematch of the of the uh, uh the world's best chess player and the guy that many people and have alleged has cheated. Well, they had a game, and I've got the exciting call from that. It is super exciting, by the way, as well. Oh, my goodness me. Queen's still not with us. Got some more on immigration as well. And what's trending straight ahead. Lear. Lear. Let's talk about Lear, shall we? You're thinking to yourself, okay, what are you talking about? Lear jets? No, no, no. I'm talking about, we're just talking about inflation, right? It's big. It's out there. What are you doing to protect yourself? Have you thought about maybe precious metals, gold, silver, coins? I've got tons of all of those, especially coins. Corrected coins for a long time because that was in the business for a long time. Well, Lear Capital is here to help. They want to show you what they can do for you in these times, which can be troubling. They're going to send you a free Kennedy silver half dollar, no purchase necessary, along with their investor kit. You just take a look at what they're able to offer you. Over a quarter of a century of experience, exceptional trust pilot rating, and they do something that nobody else does in this business that I can think of, 24-hour risk-free investor pledge. So you make a trade, you buy something, you get your invoice. You decide, you know what, this trade isn't for me. I'm not sure that I was comfortable getting at this price. They'll back it out. 
no obligation to you. Do the smart thing. Chat with a Lear specialist about investing in precious metals and get your free Kennedy Silver Half Dollar today. Visit LearChad.com. That's LearChad.com. LearChad.com. Chad Benson Show. me too. Hashtag immigration reforms. Hashtag help. I'm trapped in a hashtag factory and I can't get out. The Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Liftoff. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? find out what's trending on the webs of the enter and the net let's start over in uh, twitter land national voter registration day trending big time today number two trending thing right now in america chara zidane chara the amazing first ballot hall of fame hockey player will retire today signing a one-day contract with the bruins after i think two decades in the league being the largest nhl hockey player in captivity uh, oh, Chad, that's not Don Lemon. We'll we'll uh, talk about that. Uh, people reacting to Don Lemon's recent interview with royal commentator Hillary Fordwich, which discussed uh, things like uh, the wealth and calls for reparations. Ooh. By the way, the Queen is she still there? Still dead? Still, still not with us? Orange Jesus talking about Donald Trump. Oh, that's funny. Adam Levine did he cheat on his wife? Did it possibly happen? Head on over to the magical world of Google. Number one trending thing. Two million searches in the last 24 hours. How do I register to vote? Proclamation of National Voter Registration Day. Eagles with a big win last night. Adam Levine. Mexican earthquake yesterday. 7.6 magnitude earthquake. This is the third time there has been a massive earthquake on the same date. Oh, yeah. That's right. The third time in Mexico that this is hit on the same date. What does that mean? I have no idea. Adnan Syed. Talk about him a little bit. If you don't know who he is, uh, Serial, which was the podcast that uh, really exploded towards the end of 2019 and then throughout the part of the pandemic uh, based on his case. Did he kill his girlfriend? There was a lot of things that they investigated. It became a big story. We'll come to find out. They released him yesterday. Touch a bit about that in a little bit as well. Oh, man, I tell you what, it's crazy. And Magnus Carlsen. Oh, so if you don't know who Magnus is, Magnus is the number one chess player in the world. And there was controversy over the fact that he, while not spreading said rumor or whatever, did not deny it and kind of played into it, that the guy he played against, who's come out of nowhere and beat him in the last tournament, was cheating. Yeah, Hans Niemann, apparently, was using adult toy, if you will, that was, I should say this in the best way, keistered. So I think the prisoners would say. And uh, that somebody would, it was remote control, 
based on moves. And so, and this was in person. So, because normally they play a lot of times, you know, on chess.com, and that he, you know, until you take your finger off, and that if there was like, you know, two, don't do that, one, do that. So that kind of became this big thing. Well, yesterday they were supposed to play in a tournament. Again, so he's up against this 19-year-old American, Hans Niemann, who out of nowhere has become this, whoa, and this is the uh, Generation Cup, $150,000 for this. And uh, what I love is, the, the first of all, that they have announcers for chess. So there they are. They're both on the screen. They're on teams, so you can see them. And by the way, this guy said, I'd play naked if that's what makes him feel, whatever, you know. So here, I'll just let the announcers take it away. Again, it's super hype. It's hype. It's D4 because this is his, this is his main move. D4, knight, f6, c4. Yeah, definitely. And what? No. What happened? What? No. What happened? That's it? We're going to try and get an update on this. Magnus Carlsen just resigned, got up and left, switched off his camera, and... That's all we know right now. Wow. Speechless, yeah? <laughs> Crazy. So they got announcers, speechless. Yeah, yeah, totally. So he just turned off his camera and walked away because the guy made a move, and I guess, I don't know if that was, he can't come back from that, but uh, it was devastating apparently, so much so that he turned off his camera. <laughs> no word if Jeffrey Tubin is in this. <laughs> hey, guys, hold on a second. I got a ring on. Oh, this and it's funny to see the tweets about this. Like, you have no idea what a big deal this is. I do not have an idea what a big deal this is. <laughs> All I know is every time I see these chess players, somebody needs to get them a brush. Nobody brushes their hair. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Something you won't hear. Rarely, if ever, but probably never. The FDA is warning old people. Nope, the FDA is warning young people against engaging in an online trend that challenges people to cook with over-the-counter drugs, saying there are significant risks in using these medications incorrectly. This is why we have to have warnings on the cap of stuff. Don't eat! Don't ingest! At the beginning of the year, the trend took off in social media apps such as TikTok. You don't see it on, on Instagram. Now, you may see a TikTok talking about something on Instagram, but you don't see it on Instagram because people are generally older and it's, you know, it's uh, uh, TikTok is, uh, it is a, it's a jungle of insanity. But apparently it's called the uh, NyQuil Challenge. Producer Phil brought this to our attention where you use... Uh, NyQuil to marinate your chicken, 
which appears to have jumped in popularity. But it has apparently been popular since 2017. Oh, my goodness. Even if you don't eat the chicken, they say, inhaling the medication's vapors while cooking could cause high levels of the drug to enter your body. could also hurt your lungs. Put simply, someone could get dangerously high uh, and, and ingest a, enough cough and cold medicine without even realizing it. Stop trying to save stupid. Okay? Can we all agree it's time? It's time that we just, let's have a meeting, team meeting right now. Everybody gather around. It's team meeting. Can we all agree that it's time to stop saving stupid? It's time. It's time to let stupid do whatever stupid does. And if stupid happens to hurt themselves or, you know, get killed by a kangaroo or whatever it is, uh, you know, or, you know, decides that they're going to do something really funny and, you know, that, that that maybe it's just time that we stop it. Let them go and then everybody will learn. Everybody like, well, let's not do that because you hear about so-and-so. He or she died from their little NyQuil chicken. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. This brings us to this. I love this. This is great. This is an Aussie Sky News-like uh, reporter, uh, you know, opinion head guy, talking about the, the privileged kids that live in this world today. Because, yes, Australia, it's a Western thing, but they're dealing with a lot of wokeness and wackiness, as we talked about over the last couple of days, presentism. And they're also the ones that are doing the NyQuil challenge. You all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. To all the school kids going on strike for climate change, you're the first generation who've required air conditioning in every classroom. You want TV in every room and your classes are all computerised. You spend all day and night on electronic devices. More than ever, you don't walk or ride bikes to school, but you arrive in caravans of private cars that choke suburban roads and worsen rush hour traffic. Oh. Hold on a second. What have we talked about here? Feels a little bit kind of like the immigration thing, right? Well, wait a minute here. Yeah, we want to help out, but we don't really. Same thing here, right? We 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 want to do well for the environment, but don't tell me I can't have my phone and my latte and I want to be able to get somewhere and I love electricity and of course I want to stream. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? You're the biggest consumers of manufactured goods ever and update perfectly good, expensive luxury items to stay trendy. Furthermore, the people driving your protests are the same people who insist on artificially inflating the population growth through immigration, which increases the need for energy, manufacturing and transport. The more people we have, the more forest and bushland we clear, the more of the environment that's destroyed. Ooh. But, but... But what about, I got to tweet something. I got to get on the TikTok, right? Because I want to make sure everybody know that how trendy I am, how cool I am. I got to do all those. Those those things are needed. Those are, those are necessities in my life. Yeah. All the things you want. Think about this. I didn't grow up with air conditioning. I'm 51. It's not like I grew up in the 1800s. I remember going to my grandmother's house. 
so my, on my 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 dad's side. So my uncle Pio, he and I really close. He had air conditioning. It was always a trip because Grandma would keep the house at twelve all the time. Didn't matter what time of year it was. It was always freezing in there. And so my grandpa, when I was younger, my grandpa would make trips down to Mexico. Uh, my dad would say, you know, you're going to go stay with your grandma because, you know, you just got your uncle there. But, you know, my uncle's not very athletic. And if something was to happen, eh, you know, so he said, you know, you, you go there. I'm like, I'm like 10, Dad. What do you think is going to happen? Right. <laughs> what am I going to do? So I would go over there, though, because you just like having us around. And so it was weird. That it was freezing because we didn't have air conditioning. We didn't. If you think about it, how many of us didn't? You know, and it's not like, you know, like if you live on the beach, I've got friends who live on the beach. They don't have air conditioning. Well, they don't need it. They're on the beach. They're on the beach. Drops down nice and cool at night. And in the summer, it might get a little bit warm. But you know what? You open your doors there. But I live on the beach. (laughs) How about this? Tell your teachers to switch off the air con. Walk or ride to school. Switch off your devices and read a book. Make a sandwich. Instead of buying manufactured fast food. No, none of this will happen. Because, the piece says, you selfish, badly educated, virtue-signalling little turds, inspired by the adults around you, who crave a feeling of having a noble cause while they indulge themselves in Western luxury, an unprecedented quality of life. Wake up, grow up, and shut up. How dare you! I love it. I love it. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Uh, Anand Syed. If you guys haven't followed the story, it's it's getting a lot of traction. Uh, it was serious. Cyril was the number one podcast for, for quite a while. It was based on his case some 20 years ago where he was convicted of killing his girlfriend at the time. And now, well, he is out of z- of jail. It's thrown it out. And the reason is, well, you know, they think, and part of this, a, a vast part of this has to be with the fact that Serial took this case up and made it so popular, and they started looking into it more and more, and there was way too many things that just didn't add up. Big time. The state is required to turn over any evidence that could show the innocence of the defendant. And when they don't do that, that is the basis by which they are required. The Supreme Court has found it to be a right that they have to do. So when they violate that, you have to vacate the sentence and potentially have a new trial. Yeah, potentially have a new trial. So what were there? Well, first and foremost, there was a lot of things that didn't add up. Oh, what were they? Well, there were potentially more suspects who had motive and had threatened her in the past. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, think about that. There was also a potential of an alibi that they didn't want to talk about and yeah there were suspects and suspects that were real one of the alternative suspects was violent towards a woman and forcibly confined her before Adnan Saeed's trial the other suspect has had a history of sexual assault that right there is state attorney Marilyn Mosby talking about this case and it is 
But it was all brought to the headlines based on the podcast serial. It's crazy. It really is. And it picked up steam, and it showed the, the power of, of, of what can get done. Through our review, our reinvestigation revealed that the original prosecutors and the subsequent prosecutors in the Attorney General's office failed to disclose relevant information about alternative suspects, one of whom threatened to kill the victim and had motive to kill the victim, and both of whom had a pattern of violence against women. So motive to kill the victim, pattern of violence, one in particular, and then the other thing was DNA. We've come a long way, a very long way with DNA. And obviously they knew each other because they were boyfriend and girlfriend. So it wasn't like there wouldn't be any kind of a situation, but they, they, have, they have looked and they said, okay, this, based on the things that we know now, this, this might really rule him out. And those were things that just were not available back then. Now the question is, could he be retried? Because they could, in theory, retry him within 30 days. Dan Abrams. Think about what they've now told the public. They've told the public that they don't have faith in the integrity of the first conviction. Okay. But they've also said that there are two other possible suspects now. And they've laid out the evidence as to why these other suspects could be viable suspects. What, you then present the case to a jury knowing that you have these other suspects who you think could be real possibilities? Yeah. That's why he doesn't think there's going to be a second trial, that they're going to vacate this and then probably try to settle with him because you kept him in there for 20 years. 20 years. And it, look, is it lazy police work? And the reality is it's you, you suspect your boyfriend. You suspect your girlfriend. You suspect the, the husband, the wife. The, you know, th- there are certain people within a, your realm of the world that if something was to happen to you, that they're going to look at first. But the creators and, and, and the podcast, the serial, they kept up with it and pointed stuff out. It's very fascinating. It is. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Now, because Serial's done this once, if they do something else like this, is it going to get that much attention paid to it? We're like, uh-oh, they're on us now. The Serial folk are doing it. Snap, crackle, and pop. No, no, the different ones. The ones that get the other people you know, out of jail. <laughs> Raycon, if you're going to listen to podcasts, first of all, listen to mine. Then you can go listen to Serial. Uh, Raycons are amazing. The Everyday Earbuds, eight hours of talk time. Right, playtime, and then you've got 32 hours of battery life, 49,000 five-star reviews, about half the price of premium earbuds, and with it, you get the best sound in the business. I love my Raycon soft tip gels. You get several of them to choose from, so when you put them in your ears, they fit perfect and they don't hurt. They give you the, the you can wear them all day. They've got different sound modes that are easy to control, including the awareness mode, which I always tell you guys when I play golf, that's the one I have on. And when I'm editing and doing other things or just hyper-focusing, the isolation mode. Get your Raycons right now and save an extra 15%. The best earbuds around. Tons of colors and styles to choose from. But these everyday earbuds, well, these are amazing. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Saves you 15%. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. I usually don't get into politics. 
as an ordinary suburban housewife. You feel a little disrespected. I teach my children not to name call. You are a Oh, man. Um, guys, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? Chad Benson. Just a lot. 96 years old. Uh, when are they going to let the lady rest? She died over a week ago. No disrespect. Put her down. They got the body over here, the body over here. They're, they're, they're dragging it through the streets here. They got it out in the middle of the sunlight over there. Well, when does it end? All the pageantry for, for uh, the queen. No disrespect. How, how many events... Can one dead person have no disrespect again? Yeah, again, just say it. What are you going to bury her? They did. It's over. It's done with. We're moving on with ourselves. Now we have to ask the question, do we even need a king or queen? We don't have one for good reason. We fought against it. They do. They do. And should they... Because they're just figureheads. They're LARPing. That's all they are. They're LARPing with a fat salary and a huge nest egg. That's what they're doing. This legacy, it requires something that I haven't seen coming from the Windsor family at any stage uh, in recent history, which is it requires atonement. It requires acknowledgement of the true cost to those colonies of slavery, which began under Charles II in 1666, because he founded this thing with a very innocent title called the Royal Africa Company, which actually concealed a very evil enterprise, which was shipping slaves from Africa to uh, the Caribbean colonies. Okay, so we're going to have to atone for it. Slaves died before they got there, chained below the decks. And then that was subsequently succeeded by colonial societies uh, leading right through to the 20th century in which the crown played the part of head of state. So although you can't lay the cost of slavery, the human cost and the terrible other cost of slavery at the doors of the, of the present monarchy or even at the queen, the institution, the crown itself is responsible. There's a continuity going right through to now. And what do you expect? You're just going to let's just what are you what are you looking for? It's not happening. You want restoration, you know, reparations. It's not. It's just none of that stuff is happening. Do I think that they're you know, I think that the Charles now is going to thin out the the royal family, if you will. And and again, take it down, down. Yeah, I think so. You're, the, the younger of the generations aren't getting titles. Uh, I think that's going to happen. I think one of the Queen's granddaughters works at like a fast food joint. These are things that 40 years ago would never be thought of. But, you know, yeah, that's going to happen. But the whole like, yes, yeah, what they did a long time ago was bad. We get it, Bill Maher. Everybody who could afford one had a slave, including people of color. The way people talk about slavery these days, you'd think it was a uniquely American thing that we invented in 1619. But slavery throughout history has been the rule, not the exception. The Sumerians, the Egyptians, the Greeks, Romans, the Arabs, British, the early Americans, all the way up through R. Kelly. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Humans are not good people. Yeah, you know. And by the way, the Africans... Uh, I mean, the, the new movie that is out right now, The Woman King, uh, you know, first of all, it's, 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 it's interesting. You know, they, 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 they kind of go around it. There was a real tribe, but how much did they have to do with it? Some people say it, it is, it is 20 plus percent 
of this tribe was involved in in the slave trade, not being slaves, capturing other tribes and turning them over with deals they made with traders. So, but it's, it's, I just don't know at this point, like, what are we talking about? Very interesting. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Plus, tomorrow we're going to talk about this. We don't have time to do it today because uh, we got a lot of other stuff still to get to. But a, uh, a woman, a musician, a big musician in uh, Ghana has said something that is making people freak out. And it is, it is funny the way that people are freaking out because she has an idea uh, of, of something that makes everybody uncomfortable. Talk about that tomorrow but you know we got plenty of stuff if you miss any of our amazing show shame on you and for that you'll have to get the podcast you can get the podcast wherever it's available check us out on all of our social media ah if you don't get the third hour make sure you tell them give me the third hour chad benson show this is the chad benson show Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's getting close to that time when it's starting to get serious, if you will, about the midterms. I mean, we've had the hype and the screaming and the yelling, but, you know, we're, what, 40-some days away from the midterms? This is it now. This is it. And it looks like and it feels like we're starting to get a sense of where we're going. I've told you over and over again, (laughs) it's... It's going to shift back and forth, right? You've got a situation where abortion absolutely helped the left. There's no doubt about that. Helped them raise money. Then you had them being quite brilliant in the way that they brought Trump into it. And then, you know, and I'm not just talking about the FBI raid. Just making Trump the the everything, the end all to be all. Focusing on his candidates and, and some of the absurdity there. And... Then, well, then you got to the point where inflation started to cool down and they got some stuff passed and it looked like, uh oh, here we go. The tide is turning. There is a tipping of the tide. Here come the Democrats. But settle down, everybody. Settle down, because we do live in a world where I continue to say this over and over again. We're a pocketbook, checkbook, bank account society. The economy, of course, again, the economy, it saw the Republican advantage on the economy. And when you ask this question about Joe Biden, the effect his policies have had in the economy, a two to one margin, folks saying it's more hurt the economy than help the economy. Yeah. And here's the reality of it. Biden's the head of it all. The legislative branch. He's you know, you've got the legislative branch, you've got the executive branch. He's the head of it all in the executive branch. He's it. The legislative branch does their thing. What they do overall will hurt the economy more than the president. There's not a lot the president can do. 
But he will be the driving force, or she would be the driving force, for a lot of things that their party may do, especially if they're in power. Case in point, who has the power right now? Democrats, Democrats, and Democrats. They got the Senate with the tiebreaker with Kamala. They've got the House, and they have the executive branch. On the other side of it, you're always on offense now if you're the Republicans. And you're looking at this, and you're looking at these polls, and these polls range anywhere from, I mean, you can go to Quinnipiac, to Fox, to to MSNBC, to CNN, you start looking at the polls, they all kind of have the same thing. His personal ratings are up, but his ratings for a lot of other things, immigration and the economy, are at the bottom. Oh. And while we might be, quote unquote, angry about one thing or this or that, the, the reality is, is when we go to vote, we take all of that stuff in. But the one thing we all participate in, the one thing that is always in front of us is the economy. If you're a 52 year old woman who was a a, you know, a, a, a devout pro-choice person when you were 20, 24 27, you may still be that way, but you're thinking to yourself, eh, I got a business. Uh, some of the crazy stuff that, that they want to do is going to hurt my business. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, let the states handle it at this point because uh, I, I'm not going to need abortion tomorrow. I mean, it sounds, well, uh, yeah. You know how many people I've talked to? Uh, one in particular, my lovable liberal friend who, God bless her, she, uh, she announced her retirement yesterday. Uh, she's one of our lead reporters here at the station locally. But, you know, she's like, yeah, I, she's she's hardcore pro-choice. But she goes, it's not my lead anymore. I'm past it. I've had my kids. They're older. Uh, uh, there's other things I look for when I come to voting, and that isn't it. And that was right after the whole Dobbs decision, Roe v. Wade. And a lot of people feel that way. If you're going to the polls... That's going to play a huge, huge role in how people vote, period. Uh, The president decided to spend one trillion dollars to forgive student debt. Now, we already had a plan to repay student debt. It's called a job and it was working (laughs) just fine. If you look at this from 35,000 feet, I think this is this is obvious. And 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 that's why I I say that. President Biden is inflation's best friend. <sighs> John Kennedy makes me laugh. That is funny, though. It's right. It's right. We had this gig, right? We had this gig called a gig that pays off your student debt. You know, the other night he's on 60 Minutes and he's like, yeah, you know, he's saying stuff about whether he's going to run or not run and and, you know, inflation's only up an inch. It's up a smidge. And he's going through all of these things. And you just sit there and you're like, and one of the things they hit him on is, you know, well, I've reduced the deficit. You reduced the deficit because you couldn't spend as much as you wanted to. You didn't do it because it was something. You couldn't get another bill passed that would have been even more expensive on top of the fact that we handed out free money to everybody. You were prevented from doing something, and you celebrated as if you did something. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. 
Inflation is going to hurt him, period, case closed. And we're heading to that time of the year, right? Here we are. It's that time of the year when, you know, if you're a business, in particular, a a retail business, you might make hay, if they would say. As the kids would say, this is the time of the year you make hay. Why is that? Well, you've got yourself situated here where you're in the fourth quarter. You've got the holidays already. It's it, it, it's Halloween, right? So people get ready for Halloween. The spirit stores are open. It's over there. there. I just love those because uh, you guys know my love of, of horror movies and uh, what movies? Horror. Oh, okay. Uh, but you, you've got all of these things going on. And then you got Thanksgiving. <gasps> so you had it back to school, right? End of summer, back to school. You got Halloween coming up. You know, then you got Thanksgiving and then, of course, Christmas. And people are starting to already see, you know, how many times you've been to the store lately and you've seen it's not one aisle, but it's a half of an aisle where they've got uh, some Thanksgiving stuff. But I, I see a few Christmas things. Reminding you, Christmas is around the corner. Money. Are you going to be spending money? What's your budget look like this year? Good concerns going into this holiday season. Last year, it was all about, you know, lack of supply, shipping delays. What's the concern this year? You're 100% right, Dylan. Remember last year, all we were talking about is all that stuff stuck on the dock, stuck in those containers, not making it on shore. Well, this year, it's all about inflation, as you mentioned, Al. Uh, Bankrate did a survey, found 40% of people said they're absolutely factoring inflation into their holiday budgets. Another survey found 73% said they're taking a very close look at their budgets this year compared to last year. Yeah, that's going to matter. And why does this matter? If you are an individual who is looking at voting and you voted a certain way for for a while, but you're feeling it like you've never felt it before. It's been a long time since you felt this kind of pressure, since you've seen your money not go as far. You're starting to ask yourself the question, do we have the right people in charge? What do folks need to know about toy shopping this year in particular? Santa and his elves are going to have to work overtime. Toy Insider is saying that you should budget about 15% more for your toy this year because of inflation. 15% more. Uh Uh-oh. Hurt the kids. What do you do? Hurt yourself. That's what I'm saying. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Uh, still some hilarity when it goes on in the border. We got a lot of that stuff to get to. They're going to open up an investigation. <gasps> Did they commit a crime? We are opening up a case, an investigation with regard to the suspected activities involving the 48 migrants from Venezuela that, as we understand it at this point, on uh, Wednesday, September 14th, uh, here in Bear County in the city of San Antonio, a Venezuelan migrant uh, was paid a, a, what we would call a bird dog fee to recruit approximately 50 migrants from the area around a migrant resource center on San Pedro uh, here in San Antonio. A bird dog. Interesting. 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 We're going to talk a bit about this. Did they do something wrong? By the way, ask the 50 people if they're enjoying themselves. Uh, where are they now? They're at Cape Cod. Right. So uh, uh, the, all they're missing is Nantucket and they would have hit the uh, the uh, the three whitest places on Earth they could go. And apparently they've been told that if they if they want, they can stay as long as they want at the military ba- base. 
So they've been giving them all of the stuff that you can think of. They've got phones. They've got uh, linens. They've been given some new clothes. Uh, they've got resources. And it, they've got everything they need at this moment in time. So that's interesting. If you think about it, it's really interesting. We're going to talk a little bit more about this. Plus, he was freed because of a podcast. If you guys haven't heard this story, it is, uh, it is, it's damn, it's damn right. It's as interesting as it gets. A podcast freed a man. That's right. A podcast called Serial Freed a Man. And the decision is. This was a guy who was doing life in prison for murder. Became a, a sensation, this podcast. Touch on that as well. A lot of things to squeeze into. Plus, if I was Russia and I was China, based on something I heard the other day on 60 Minutes, I might put it to the test when it comes to us and our military. 323 2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Eden Pure has the Oxyleaf Tooth Thunderstorm. It is amazing. It's the best, incredible air purifier route. It's on every day at my house. I've got uh, three of them. They're small, they're out of the way, plug straight into the wall, and you just let them do their thing. You never have to worry about a filter again. They actually eliminate odors. They don't. I said they they do not. I repeat, they do not mask odors which is important because masking odors is not eliminating odors it's just making something smell better even though the odors are still there once that stuff's off not with this it eliminates odors i've got reptiles Eh, sometimes their food can be gross guess what you would never know you would never ever 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 know it is just crazy i also have kids they're smelly you would never know well you'd hear them but you wouldn't know because they're not smelly that's what I love about this. If you're looking for the best air purifier around, the Oxygen Thunderstorm is absolutely amazing. Right now, Eden Pure has a deal. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. Get you this with $200 savings and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com. Use code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. 48 migrants were lured, I will use the word lured, under false pretenses uh, into into staying at a hotel for a couple of days. Uh, They were taken by airplane where they were flown to Florida and then eventually flown to Martha's Vineyard, again, under false pretenses. They were promised work. They were promised the solution to several of their problems. Taken to uh, Martha's Vineyard for what we can gather for little more than a photo op, video op, and then unceremoniously stranded in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, uh, that is what San Antonio Sheriff uh, Javier Salazar is saying. So they're going to open investigation into the migrants. Did it happen? I don't know. It's hard to tell. They said they signed waivers. They, they knew exactly where they were going. Uh, I don't know about any of, of what was said. I do know the bus side of things. There's not really been too much dispute. There's been anger, right, by a lot of people, you know, in places where they're arriving and they're like, ah, oh, we don't know what to do with these people. And, oh, my God, I can't believe that this is coming here. And ah, But the, the reality is, is did this happen? Were they lured with false promises? 
Which, by the way, I'm sure there's false promises along the way from getting from point A to point B, point B to point C, and so on, getting here to America. And it's, it's, it's crazy. But they got to go to Martha's Vineyard. Let's not forget that. Those people are like, this is, this is a dream. It's been awesome. We got all kinds of free stuff. We never saw so many white people in our life. They were all cheering us on, but they did want us to leave. We sensed that. And now they've got stuff. Right? And they're being cheered. And they're in Baston. Well, close to Baston. Is that where they thought they were going? Is what, see, what I heard the other day originally, it was, it was, they were told they were going to Boston. But then it could have been Utah, or then I think it could have been D.C. The thing has changed so many times. Lost in translation, I think, fits this right here. But did, again, I find it weird that DeSantis flew a group of migrants to Florida and then from Florida to Martha's Vineyard. Oddly enough, Colombian, Venezuelan, and I think it was one other uh, South American country, the, the, they want to get to Texas or Florida. Those are the number one in two places they want to get when they cross the border. Texas or Florida. Will anything come of this? Probably not. Probably not. DeSantis. They all sign consent forms to go, and then the vendor that, that is doing this for Florida provided them with a packet that had a map of Martha's Vineyard. It had the numbers for different services on Martha's Vineyard, and then it had numbers for the overall agencies in Massachusetts that handle things involving immigration and refugees. So it was clearly voluntary, and all the other nonsense you're hearing um, is just not true. Yeah, so you have he said, she said, and we're going to get a lot more into this because Charlemagne the God, if you guys don't know who Charlemagne the God is, he is, uh, uh, and it's that, right? So I'm going to producer Anthony, it's that God, T-H-A. Uh, he is arguably in pop culture one of the movers and shakers. He has the Breakfast uh, Club out in New York. It's big. Anybody who's anybody, if you're promoting something, if you're doing something, it's got you've got to get on Charlemagne the God. Even if you're a politician, uh, in particular if you're a Democratic politician, getting on with Charlemagne the God is a big deal. He said something very interesting. We're going to pick it up on the other side. I want to talk about what he said. Because uh, it was uh, it was spot on. It's the ugly truth of what took place when it comes to this entire situation with with DeSantis shipping people and and they're evil and bad. Ron DeSantis and and you know Greg Abbott and Ducey who doesn't really get paid attention to out here in uh, Arizona who's also doing the same thing, but he doesn't get, you know, any any press whatsoever. We'll talk about that as well. A lot of other stuff to pick up on. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. I do love hearing from every single one of you. This, kids, is the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. 
So as we keep up with the immigration thing, I just want to say this. Brilliant observation by Charlemagne the God. We have talked about it over and over again. You heard DeSantis earlier talking about, look, you know, they signed consent forms. They knew where they're going. I mean, again, everything's lost in translation. He said, she said. It's made them uncomfortable. In politics, if you could make the other side uncomfortable, in particular with their own words, if you can make them uncomfortable with the things that they have said, having to answer for the things that they have said, knowing full well that they don't really mean those things, they just want to say those things, well then, that's a win. That is an absolute win. So Charlemagne the God, again, a quick, quick, you know, brief history on Charlemagne the God. Huge in New York and on the East Coast. Big pop culture guy who's got really good insight. Again, I don't agree with a lot of the stuff, you know, politically and stuff, but there's no doubt the influence he has. He's got a show, it was a hell of a week, I think, is is a show on uh, Comedy Central or whatever. But he said this the other day, and his panel was rather interesting because, uh, you know, you're, you're looking, he's got this, you're like, is that? And who? And, it, you know, so he gets a panel show, right? So he's got three people on there. And he, you know, He's going to, he starts out kind of like a lot of other panel shows do or whatever. He's he's saying this little fun thing and then he'll turn and talk to them. But he started with this. For months, Republican governors have sent busloads of illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities like New York, D.C. and Chicago with the message of, if you like them so much, they're yours. Okay. Well, just in time for Hispanic Heritage Month, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis upped the game by sending two plane folds of immigrants to the East Coast elite's favorite vacation island, Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. I personally think it's genius. And the look on everybody's face was, what? 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 And the reason is, Charlemagne's like, and this is what I was just talking about, hit them with the reality of their words, which is what happens. Right. Like the Republicans have felt this when it comes to being pro-life. Well, they may feel it's pro-life. The reality is they never had to worry about it because they never thought it was going away. So you can always talk about it. But then when it started to happen, they some of them started and it became a real issue. And it has been a bit of a driving issue. I still don't think it's going to be the issue. A lot of people think it is unless it's actually on the ballots in some states. But when you hit them where their words are and you make them actually have to put up or shut up like a lot of things yeah and he calls them out but i wish that governors like ron DeSantis and greg abbott would give democratic governors and mayors more of a heads up because then that would expose the hypocrisy of the democrats which is they don't want immigrants here either what say you panel what i hate is the fact that a lot of these a lot of these immigrants are being sent to these cities and these are the same cities that ship out their homeless people to the outside county. So a lot of these democratic cities that are, oh, we love people and we love people. Hey, homeless man, get your way or something. They they deliberately hide people already. So a lot of these Democrats that are complaining about the Republicans are running something similar within their own, within their own county. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's the, again, it's the hypocrisy that's being exposed. It's made them uncomfortable because they have to actually talk about something. I live on the border. I live on the border. It's not where I exit my exit here in the Valley of the Dirt People, as I like to call it, out where I live. So I leave Phoenix where I take my exit to get off to go to my house. It's about a a four or five mile drive off the freeway down a two lane highway. 
to get to my my you know my little uh housing area if i was to go straight in about four miles not even that probably about a two miles i'm on i'm on the reservation and if i continue down there within two plus hours i'm at rocky point in the sea of cortez i mean i'm that close and so it's two hours away no no what i'm saying is well within that within probably 20 30 minutes i'm at the border now it's reservation land. I see it every single day. And it's so interesting because the hypocrisy of, of it's easy to say all of the things as long as it's not in front of you. It's like, how many times do you see boxers talk a big game, knowing full well they're never going to fight somebody, knowing full well they're never going to really get into that position? That's what we have right now with Twitter, right? Where you, you yell back and forth at each other, knowing full well you're never going to see that person in real life. So there's no fight coming. Oh, yeah. There isn't. The hypocrisy's been exposed. They don't really want them. They want to say they want them. They, because so much of the left is built upon feelings and not the actual fact. It makes me good. It makes me feel good to say that I'm this or that. But when push comes to shove, eh, no, I don't know if I really want to do that. We talk about it all the time. People scream, I want to help the homeless. I want to do this. I want to do that when it comes to the homeless. But the minute they want to put up a shelter across the street from your house, you're like, no chance in hell. No way. Because it feels good to say it. But the actual doing it, well, I wasn't bargaining for that. 323-538-2423. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Been a fun show today, kids. I love it. It's been a fun show today, kids. Kids, we're a fun kind of people. Now I want to introduce you to something that is completely super uncomfortable. Talked about it in the first hour. I've had people just tweeting and texting at it. Uh, I don't get it. But for some people, I guess it's 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 their jam. It's what they, it's, it's like a lot of things. It thinks it's going to solve their problems. You're five foot something and you want to be taller. Guess what? They can do that now if you're willing to go through hell to get that. Ryan Wade is five feet, seven inches tall. He's come to orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Kevin Debbie Parshad, for a groundbreaking limb lengthening procedure. After we had given you that additional height, you'd probably be sitting at very close to 5'11". Yeah. Okay. The procedure involves implanting a steel device into the upper bone on both legs. We use the remote control to slowly separate the bone. This is the remote control. The remote control signals the device to pull the bones apart one millimeter at a time. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. If I can be taller, I want to be taller. If I can be taller, I want to be taller. Well, that just sounds easy, right? Like this is, you know, again, height's one of those things that, uh, but you should be, you should be vertically positive. (laughs) We got to start something new, right? So we got body positivity. We should have vertical positivity. And you can identify as somebody who's seven feet tall or whatever it is that you, you want to identify as. But look, for a lot of people, this has bugged them their whole life, men in particular. The body makes new bone to fill in the gap. So I push this button and then what happens? Once you push the button, then that's when you start growing. Awesome. 
The cost? A whopping $75,000. I've got another 70 years left on this planet, and I want to enjoy it to the full extent. And this is something since I've been 14 that I've always wanted to do. $75,000 towards getting tall. I'm picking getting tall all the way. $75,000. I repeat, 75 G's to get taller. But it is not easy. It is not easy at all. But men are doing this. This is something they're they're, they're into. And I was telling Anthony for, like, I don't know what reason. There's a guy on my my Instagram feed all the time. He's a doctor. And he shows all these people. Jim was 5'8". Now he's 5'11". I'm like, what? Wait, how? Like, would you? But then I'm like, oh, my God, they do surgery. It is awful. I mean, the things we'll do for beauty rather than just go, you know, maybe I'll be, uh, uh, if, if I lack in the height, maybe I'll, I'll, you know, I'll just make up for whatever. This is, and we're not talking about people that have, were born prematurely or that have something where they're, they're not growing and, and, you know, it's, this is going to, you know, take them from four foot four to five foot away. We're not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about people that you would think, well, you wouldn't think, you know, nothing super abnormal. Not that anything is abnormal. Not anymore. But we're talking about people that this is for, for most people in their mind, this helps them. And for some of them, it's vanity, but man, the things we'll do for vanity. Limb lengthening surgery is a long, expensive and painful undertaking, which nonetheless is growing in popularity, including here in the UK. Costing anything up to an eye-watering £120,000, it claims to be able to help patients grow by a staggering 13 centimetres taller. It's a wild thing that you're doing, but if it's going to make you happier in the long run, then it's worth it. Yeah, and, and we live in a world where as long as it makes you happier in the long run, that's all anybody cares about. But there are issues, like everything else. You're having surgery, and you're having... And the way they do it is they put these, like, nails in you, and you control, how like, how high, you know, every day. They go up a millimeter, but you can control that. It takes... I mean, just imagine your, your muscles have to regrow your muscles have to tear and regrow imagine being in the ultimate pain for months so i started off at five four is when i got the surgery done and now i'm five seven it is kind of crazy you're breaking both of your femurs to where i did broke both my femurs to get the surgery so i basically had just two sticks of bone and a little metal bar in between her we have to be very careful about what we do and how it's done yeah, if it goes wrong it goes catastrophically wrong it can. Uh, it takes months to recover. It is It is just, it is, again, vanity. I mean, we see it. I mean, how many times do we see people and then you're like, how much plastic surgery can one human being get? This is another one of those things. And it, the pain, that's the thing. The unimaginable pain that these guys have talked about all the time, and it's vastly men who get this done, is you can't even imagine <laughs> Like having your legs broken, then you controlling the, the the stretching of your legs, and in doing so, knowing that your your hamstrings and your your quads and all of the things are going to be stretching, your nerves are going to be tearing. It's just 
months of unimaginable pain and things could still go wrong. Legs can break. It's one of the big things where, you know, your leg is, you know, it's, uh, as I heard it described, is like a, a, a wet noodle. It's just, oh, a hard pass. Hard pass. But we got we to gotta get them positivity. They're vertically positive. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. RUFFgreens.com slash Chad. RuffGreens.com slash Chad. Go there. Get a free bag of Rough Greens. From my uh, buddy, Dr. Dennis Black, naturopathic doctors put this together. Guy's a Vietnam vet, decorated war hero. Uh, You know, I mean, this is a guy who's done just about everything you can think of. And his thing is he loves animals. And he wants every dog to try this amazing canine VitaSmart. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. And I I love it. I absolutely love it. It's done wonders for my dogs, my older dog in particular, Doodle, which I've talked about, you know, a a thousand times. But my younger dogs as well. We got them started off on the right foot. Right now, he wants you to try a bag for free. It's not going to cost you anything but the cost of shipping. How do you do it? You go to roughgreens.com slash chat, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash chat, roughgreens.com slash chat. A free bag coming to you, courtesy of Dr. Dennis Black and Rough Greens. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Let's wrap it up straight ahead. Chad, that's a show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Adnan Syed was convicted and spent more than 20 years in prison for killing his high school girlfriend. He insisted he didn't. The podcast Serial may have helped free him by pointing to other potential suspects that prosecutors never brought up in trial. Prosecutors now revealing new possible suspects in DNA testing that cast doubt on if Syed killed his girlfriend, Heyman Lee. Adnan Syed now free until prosecutors decide on a new trial. Yeah, uh, and that's they got 30 days to figure out exactly what they're going to do. But uh, Serial, a podcast, kind of made this thing something big. 2019, it was kind of like the perfect storm, right? So Serial had kind of gotten big. Then all of a sudden, you know, 2019 becomes 2020. We're in the middle of the pandemic. It picks up. Podcasting explodes. And people become obsessed with something like this. And this was, there was just a lot of, of, of is it sloppy police work? Lazy police work? You know, uh, but it was, it was the low-hanging fruit, if you will. Hey, this is the guy because it's his girlfriend. So isn't he the first suspect? The judge has given them 30 days to determine if they're going to have a new trial or if they're going to drop the charges. Also, with all of this new information coming to light, they could bring charges against a totally different individual. Yeah. 20 years he was there. uh, And one of the things they're talking about is, look, you know, things have changed. 20 years. We've gotten better with DNA. Uh, There was some stuff left out. Uh, the evidence and there is more evidence out there. There's information that there was a potential alibi that was never interviewed. There's also now some DNA evidence, which has new analysis properties now that it didn't have then. But there were also other suspects that were linked to possibly making statements against the victim and or having other incidences that could have been considered during the original trial. This is very fascinating. And that serial podcast was kind of the catalyst that kept this thing going. I have to be honest with you. If if I was my buddy's alibi, I'd have been screaming from the 
from from the top of the hills. You got to listen to me. Dude was with me. Here we are. Here we are. Guy was with me the whole time. There are new suspects. One of the alternative suspects was violent towards a woman and forcibly confined her before Adnan Saeed's trial. The suspect has had a history of sexual assault. That is uh, State Attorney Marilyn Mosby talking about this. Uh, but they had to go back and they had to look at this thing. And there was no doubt once the pressure came and people were asking questions. Uh, look, they could go back and retry him and he could still be guilty. But I think there's a lot of evidence out there. Again, the DNA stuff is 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 just something that has been, uh, well, it's been a lifesaver for a lot of people. And a, and a life changer as well. Through our review, our reinvestigation revealed that the original prosecutors and the subsequent prosecutors in the attorney general's office failed to disclose relevant information about alternative suspects, one of whom threatened to kill the victim and had motive to kill the victim, and both of whom had a pattern of violence against women. Yeah, think about that for a second. So wait a minute. You know of somebody else who says he wants to kill the lady and he's got a pattern of violence, but it's easy to look at the boyfriend, the husband, the wife, the girlfriend, because you're close, right? That's the whole point. And so you think you're doing police work that's good. You think you're doing all of those things. And I don't want to hear it from this guy. You know, because th- this is the guy, right? He, he, it's his girlfriend, it's his boyfriend, whatever it is, or you know, the the husband or what, the the wife, because it's easy, and more often it's right. But they, it looks like they may have gotten this one wrong. It's just a fascinating story. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Solid fun show today. We got you through it. We taught you how to lengthen your legs. We talked about immigration inflation talked about my crappy picks on the nfl don't listen to me anymore until i get myself back in good graces it's just been a solid fun show you know what let's do it again tomorrow shall we as always get some tacos night night jack this is the chad benson show